0: We're talking shopping on today's Money with Friends and when there is just so much to choose from that we don't choose and we go home empty-handed. Retailers are onto it and making big changes. Shopping expert Trey Bodge is here with more. It is Wednesday, November 25th. Let's talk money with our friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown-Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And I am smart shopping expert, Trey Bodge, coming to you from my home office in Montclair, New Jersey.
0: Here on Money with Friends, we talk about the latest personal finance headlines. We add in the insights and wisdom of our fantastic cast of thought leaders, including Trey Bodge. We mix in some questions and comments from our money friends. We leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. Trey, welcome back. Tuesday's show was amazing. Today, we got to top it. I don't know how we're going to do that, but we're going to (laughs) try.
1: Thanks so much for having me back. It's always fun to be with you.
0: Yeah, so we love having you. And by the way, you were a regular cast member about a year ago during the holiday season, and we brought you back for a couple special appearances um, before Black Friday. So we are so happy to have you. You're an alum. You're always part of our community, and people were so excited, especially our audience here as we record this live on our YouTube channel. Everyone, please subscribe, Many With Friends on YouTube, Um, chiming in, excited that you are here with all of your smart shopping tips. You had a lot of them on Tuesday's show and you're probably going to have even more for us on Wednesday's show. Tell us what you're up to this holiday season. Yesterday we talked about what you've been up to for the past year. Tell us more about what you're working on right now.
1: Yeah, so yesterday I was on GMA3, which is Good Morning America's third hour. I'm talking about uh, cozy quarantine gifts to send a little joy to the loved ones in your life. Um, So check that out at truetray.com. I'll post it there. And then I'm on again uh, next week talking about how to um, serve meals to family and friends outside, socially distanced, but also festive. Um, In addition, I'm going to be doing TV segments all over the place um, on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and talking about deals and all that good stuff. But I will give you um, all of my secrets on this episode ahead of time um, so you can
0: get your shopping on, um, but also stay on budget. Perfection. All right. Let's see which one of our friends is going to bring us to today's headline.
1: Hey, it's Paul from the Crazy Money Podcast. Money headlines explain six days a week That means you're tuned in to Money with Friends.
0: All right, this comes to us from Suzanne Kapner at the Wall Street Journal. The headline is, retailers cut back on choices, quote, we don't need three types of red, bed, bath, and beyond, Kohl's and others' Kohl styles to combat decision paralysis, unclog supply chains, and reduce end-of-season markdowns. And so the article goes on to talk about, um, it starts with Coach cutting back its handbag styles in half, Bed Bath & Beyond cutting its can opener selection. Who knew there were so many can openers at Bed Bath & Beyond tray by two-thirds? And Kohl's is cutting its towel offerings by nearly a fifth. And actually, I do feel like sometimes I have decision paralysis when it comes to those basic things, because there's so many to choose from. I don't know. Uh, but basically, it talks about the fact that retailers had, you know, making more and more choices, because the internet created an endless aisle that freed them up from space constraints. So they no longer had to cut down the choices. And they were just giving people so many choices. And then they tried to capitalize on personalization, they wanted to please everybody. But it kind of backfired because for example, there's a study that found that people bought more when they were shown fewer choices. The study talked about jam, but the purchase rate increased by nearly 30% when consumers were shown six varieties and only 3% of consumers um, bought when they were shown 24 types of jam. I mean, do we really need 24 types of jam tray? Really? Like, was it just going too far? (laughs)
1: yes i love this and i love that there's been this study on this and i'm not surprised to see that people prefer fewer choices we don't need a thousand can openers to choose from really the onus is on the retailer to create a tight selection of things that work we don't need a thousand so i'm really excited to see this and i do think that this will help with some of the supply chain issues that we've seen during the pandemic as
0: well Yeah. The the piece, look, you talk about a thousand. Coach used to produce a thousand handbag models each session. Now they're only making 500. I mean, 500 sounds bananas as it is. Um, So here's an example of how they're cutting down. They're cutting down, they're making, instead of making two of the same bag, one with a leather strap and one with a chain, it might only make the leather version. And they're focusing on the best-selling colors. And that's where the headline quote came from, where they're talking about, we don't need three different types of red. And and you talked about can opener sales. So Bed Bath & Beyond said the can opener sales increased by as much as 30% after it cut down on the number of choices. So there you go.
1: Yeah, I love it. I mean, I we, there's so much noise in our lives already, right? So we're surrounded by social media, and then there's everything going on with the news. And the last thing we need is to go into a store or to go online and have so many things to choose from that we don't know where to turn.
0: Yeah, exactly. And we have in our in our uh, live uh, recording audience here on social media, we have Adrian here chiming in talking about supply chains and reducing choice paralysis. I mean, I definitely have had that where I just can't decide. I feel overwhelmed. And you can't always tell what's the difference. With the. I mean, I read reviews, but you don't know if you can trust them. It's overwhelm.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that reviews are helpful in many cases. And it's good to see, too, that a lot of retailers, they're using um, verified reviews. And so when you're looking at those reviews, you know that that person actually bought the item, and then is responding um, and sharing their feedback. Um, Because if you see a pattern of um, it's fabulous, five stars, you know, over and over, and perhaps with some typos, that tends to be an indicator that the reviews aren't real, or they're just placed by bots. And so look for that verified purchase when you're looking at reviews, so you know that you're actually reading something from a real human being that tried that product.
0: Yeah, that's a really excellent point because there have been some scandals where people have been caught basically trying to game the system. So you really don't know what to do. Um, I do want to mention, by the way, on Instagram, we did ask people do you think there's too many choices um, out there and that it actually makes it harder to make a buying decision? And this was really interesting because, you know, this is what the retailers are saying and they have supply chain issues and this and that. And people, when they do studies, show that fewer choices result in more chance of them making an actual purchase. But when you actually ask people, well, let's see what they said. So, Trey, the choices were, we asked people, I'm going to give you the exact phrasing, do you think there are too many choices out there and that it makes it harder to actually make a buying decision? And the choices were decision paralysis or love lots of options. What do you think our Money Friends said on our Instagram poll, which is at Money Friends Pod, by the way? I'm thinking...
1: Based on the polling of the the study that we're referring to in the story, that it's the first one, decision paralysis.
0: Well, it's interesting because it was very close. And of course, these are unscientific polls, but we did get a lot of responses. Um, It was almost even, but 55% said they love lots of options. Now, here's my question Do people think they want more choices? But when it comes down to it, they are better able to make a decision if they have fewer choices. Like I even think of when Apple came out with, they sort of did the big brand refresh a few years ago, they had fewer options. And a lot of companies have had more success with just people have fewer options. Even I went, I bought a new iPhone just this weekend and I felt overwhelmed because now there's four choices, not two. And I I had to go to the store and really look at the phones and think about it and talk to somebody before I could make a decision. And if there were two, I would have just, chosen for me, the bigger screen one.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I find that online, I don't mind a lot of choices because I'm sitting here in the comfort of comfort of my home. I can digest the information in my own time versus being in the store. I feel more rushed. I want just a few choices to, you know, to decide and then get out. Obviously the pandemic has um, made that even more pronounced. Um, but so yeah, online, I don't mind a lot of choices, but in store, I want fewer.
0: And by the way, Mike and our YouTube audience is congratulating me on the iPhone because people that listen to the show regularly know I've had a lot of decision paralysis (laughs) in terms of getting the iPhone. I didn't know which one I was going to buy. And I've been asking people advice. It was a whole thing. So what is your advice for people in terms of how to make decisions, especially because online, which is where so many of us are shopping these days, we do feel overwhelmed. What are your, do you have tricks to sort ways to vet out. I mean, we talked about vetting out the fake reviews. What else can people do to figure out the best choice, get it at the best price, make sure it arrives on time?
1: Yeah. So let's frame this in terms of holiday shopping because that's what we're thinking about a lot right now. So um, first of all, we talked a little bit about this yesterday, um, making a list with recipients uh, uh, gift ideas for each budget for each. And then when you see something that might fit to one of those recipients, then, you know, in, instead of, um, going for that first thing that you found, um, if it's over budget, especially look around. Um, Google shopping actually has a, a more enhanced, um, price comparison feature now. So if you go to Google and you enter the name of an item and then you click on shopping, um, you'll get sort of the whole landscape, landscape of that product, like where it's being sold, how much it costs. And so that will help you. Um, Another tool that I've been using lately is on Amazon. If you have Amazon Assistant um, installed, it'll let you know if you're getting sort of the best price in the last 30 days, or if the price is a little higher than usual, that can help you make a decision. Um, I also like to use slickdeals.net. Um, when you're looking at uh, Black Friday deals and trying to figure out what the best deals are, they have a community of over 12 million people voting on and vetting deals at any given time. And this is very helpful, specifically um, as it pertains to Black Friday, because there are so many deals and they're all over the place. There's a lot of noise. And so if you look at the Slick Deals Black Friday page, it will be updating every couple of minutes with the very best Black Friday deals. So that's another way to kind of Whittle things, whittle things down a little bit, whittle your choices down and help you make a more educated decision.
0: And I use slick deals. I remember on your advice when my washing machine broke and it was, it's great in general also just to monitor if there are large purchases that you have on your agenda this holiday season. That's a good thing. People are probably, many people are not going to go in person on actual Black Friday. How is that shaking out this year? Especially Mm. in terms of, you know, we're talking about fewer choices. Part of that is the supply chain. Do you believe the retailers that say all the best deals are now, not later? I mean, we usually play this game of chicken. How do we play the game this year? Or is it, it's really not a game because if you want to get what you want to get, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So there are a couple parts to that question. So first of all, let's talk about categories. So the categories that are going to be the most deeply discounted over Black Friday are the categories that you should be focusing on right now. And that's electronics, especially your flat screen TVs, your laptops, your tablets, phones, phone accessories, uh, video game consoles, and then also uh, fall apparel, and then beauty. So if you can kind of focus on those categories right now, and then going into December, we'll see deeper discounts on things like toys, on things like holiday themed gifts, winter apparel. So if you can push those things off until December, you'll see better discounting happening um, then. So That's that's the main approach that I would take around Black Friday, and then sort of answer your question a little bit further about how Black Friday is going to be different. I mean, Black Friday started decades ago; it was only in store. Obviously, there was no internet. In recent years, as we've been adopting online shopping, um, more and more deals have been available online. But even until last year, we still had that crush at the store, the crowds, the fighting over flat screens. You know, it's been getting better in recent years because more and more deals are being are being made available online. But this year will be very, very different. Obviously, retailers don't want that crush at the store anymore, and neither do consumers. And so what I'm seeing is that the vast majority of deals are, are being made available in both places, both in-store and online. Plus, there are more services like curbside pickup. There'll be contact-free checkout at certain retailers. And so really, as the consumer, you can shop in the way that makes you the most comfortable. And my advice would be uh, to do it from home.
0: (laughs) Yes. Now what about one last question before we are going to get to our takeaways, but what about the free shipping thing? We all love free shipping, but because we're having these issues with getting things on time, should we be paying people? Should we be paying for shipping for a higher grade of shipping, that kind of thing, and just get over it?
1: I'm not so worried about shipping times right Mm -hmm. now. In two weeks, I will be. So um, if you're a customer and you're not sure if you want to start shopping for the holidays right now, I would suggest you start shopping for the holidays. If you don't want to worry about shipping delays, do your shopping sooner rather than later. And then if you do cut it really close, I would maybe opt for, for the digital route, like subscription boxes or um, you know, photo gifts that you can get even at your, at your local Walgreens or CVS, um, things like that, that, you know, you're going to get on time. Um, because I'm, I am going to be worried about shipping delays as we get into, uh, mid-December.
0: All right. I'm going to ask you to think about your takeaway while we talk to everybody about, well, everyone loves a good story. Let's talk about our takeaways. Trey, what is your takeaway today?
1: Yeah. So based on the article that we've been talking about, I'm really excited to see that uh, retailers are, are looking to cut back a little bit. I think we have landed in a place where there's just sort of excess of everything. And so I think that this pulling back, this curating, um, it challenges the retailers to do things right and to do things well. And then it creates less confusion and decision paralysis for the consumer. So I'm really glad to see this.
0: Yeah. You said it so well. I want to just say like ditto because I, I, as much as we think we want choices, and I think it's interesting that our Instagram poll swayed a little bit towards thinking we want more choices. I think that we're kind of fooling ourselves. I think that we really, it, it stresses a lot of us out if we're being honest with ourselves. And it's one of those things that I don't think that we necessarily recognize, but I mean, they're not talking about so few choices. I mean, the jam example went from 24 to six. I feel like six choices of jam. It's okay. I feel like we can live with that. So as much as I will miss getting, you know, a bright pink top on sale because they're just going to do sort of the most popular colors, I do think we have enough overwhelm in our lives these days. And frankly, also too much stuff is being produced. They can cut back, we can cut back, and we will all be that much better for it. Trey, I (laughs) loved having you here. This is so special. I'm so excited to see all of your appearances over both Thanksgiving and over the holidays. Tell us more about where we can be in touch with you and make sure to get, you have a newsletter, right? I love your newsletter. I do.
1: Thank you. I do. I I send it out twice a month and that's it. Um, And it's always timely, always relevant. I send you links to a couple of things, articles that would be helpful to aid your shopping decisions, no matter what's happening. So right now it's all about holiday. Um, As we go into the new year, it'll be more relevant to that time. So I would strongly suggest sign up for that. And then, you know, I'm available on truetray.com, truetray on social media. And if there's ever a shopping question that uh, your listeners might have, please feel free to reach out to me on any of those platforms and ask. I'm always looking to hear from people. And if there's something you'd like me to cover, I, I'm right here checking these messages myself. I want to see what consumers are looking um, are interested in learning. So it would be my pleasure to respond.
0: And your social media is so fun. And if you follow Trey on Instagram, you'll see she has tips. I don't know how you do it. So many original um tips that you don't really get <laughs> elsewhere. I'm always taking notes and commenting. So definitely make sure you're following Trey on all the channels, but especially I love your Instagram. And follow us at Money Friends Pod on Instagram. You can also follow me at Bobby Rebel One on Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be part of our live recordings here and maybe get a shout out in the show. Joe will be back. Tomorrow, he will be with Bola Sakanbi. Oh, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Joe and I are coming on. We're doing a special Thanksgiving show. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Joe and I are doing a special Thanksgiving show on Thursday, tomorrow, Thanksgiving. And then on Friday, you will hear from Joe and Bola Sakanbi. So, everybody, we'll see you on Thanksgiving and happy holidays. And thank you, Trey. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks so much for having me, Bobby. This show is created and hosted
1: by us, Joe Salcihi and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends LLC. Copyright 2020.